This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. What a beautiful afternoon. Actually, where are my headsets? I'm here with the sound engineer and she's hogging my space. I'm kidding. Now, man, what a beautiful afternoon. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful one. We come from an interesting weekend. We're hosting the Township Entrepreneurs Alliance, and, I mean, it was a full house. I mean, we had about 600 entrepreneurs standing on their feet. No, I'm kidding. 600 seated and 120 standing. You know, it was a beautiful thing to see so many township entrepreneurs hungry for information, which is what the show is about. 360 Business is about engagements with large corporates, SMMEs, and government, and creating a platform for bubbling and amazing young entrepreneurs who are ground, who've got groundbreaking innovations and groundbreaking uh, products to sell their ideas and share their information with other young entrepreneurs and to foster a culture of an entrepreneurship. So we've got such a young gentleman in studio with us today. Sir, how are you? I'm good in yourself, man. Good, good, man. So this gentleman was here last week and there was a little bit of a mess up with the production and he had to go back. I know that I gave him my money. So now I've been thinking to myself, did he use the money for the right things? I'm kidding, man. How are you doing, brother? I'm easy yourself. Good, good, man. Just greet the guests. Tell them who you are and what you do. Um, hey, guys. Uh, my name is Sopuza. Welcome, Kosi. Um, I'm a project coordinator for Know Thy Neighbor and also a co-founder. Uh, we host events uh, in Maboneng. Yeah. Sorry. Why know thy neighbor? Though? I mean, I've been seeing you guys on social media. I yeah. think in a couple of things you guys have tagged me. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've been trying to think, why know thy neighbor? Look, um, I think it's, it comes from our background, basically, where we were raised. Um, personally, I come from a, a rural area. So knowing your neighbor is like of vital importance. Like uh, you guys share stuff. You guys like our community, you know, everything is uh, um, like basically from the cooking, you know, just to borrow sugar, you know, just to make a tea, you know, like those kind of stuff kind of inspire you. They, they grow you as a person now, you know, like they grow you, they grow the understanding of what humanity is about, you know. So the name Know Thy Neighbor came essentially about that. Um, Understanding how to actually collaborate as people, um, in making projects happen. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's how Nether Anime came about. So, I mean, what sort of events do you guys host? Uh, we host talks. Uh, we are talk shop, uh, talk show, uh, events. Uh, so what we do, we host, um, events on like collaboration, uh, breakthrough concepts, uh, entrepreneurism, um, free thinking, those kind of events. You, so basically, <coughs> we, we're not exclusive. We're very inclusive. Uh, you know, uh, we literally can um, have anybody, you know, who's doing amazing things in, the, in their line of field, you know, um, to come and actually talk, you know, about what they're doing and actually unpack it for us and, and, and those kind of stuff. And so I think so. I think I was reading through um, the profile a little bit. What's exclusive management? Oh, it's <laughs> a company that I work for. Actually, uh, they do events. Okay. Uh, they also do sound. And stuff. So, what sort of events? I mean, have you guys um, covered? You know, well, that with, you've worked on. Well, I think with them, actually, yeah, with them, I actually did uh, the Township Entrepreneurship Awards. Uh, so they were covered actually with the celebrating our Township Entrepreneurs. Um, you know, um, basically um, honoring them uh, with their work and what they're doing. You know, just to recognize them. So, I mean, of all the things you could have done with your life, mm-hmm. why entrepreneurship? I come from an entrepreneurship uh, family, like oh, a really? family of nice. uh, business orientated. Okay. Um, so my dad was actually a, a businessman himself. He ran like shops, your 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 market, like your stores, your 
um, what's this petrol uh, filling stations, your 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 butcheries and stuff. So I come from that kind of background. I mean, including my brothers, they never worked for anybody. You know, uh, one is actually uh, doing mines, and the other one is doing uh, talks and property and stuff. So I couldn't actually uh, work for anybody. You know, I also myself um, aspire to you know own my businesses one day. You know. Yeah, you know. I think I think personally, I mean, on my side, um, I definitely go mine. Yeah. Stuff instead of <laughs> doing events because I've done quite a few in my past life. So, but, but it, I mean, it's amazing to have you in studio with us, you. and thank you thank for you. taking the time out. Thank you. I mean, today's topic is a very interesting and amazing topic, and we've got three beautiful ladies. I've had the honor of um, um, of attending their graduation at the the whole factory. The topic for today is the growth of entrepreneurship in South Africa, and I mean, these three amazing ladies presented their business, and I think that they'll do a much better job in terms of presenting what they're all about and they've got beautiful stuff for us to observe virtual reality is going to be one of the things that we're going to be focusing on today so without uh selling them off too much let them do their amazing selling because they are good at it so ladies um i think you go first just greet our listeners tell us who you are maybe what you do in the company Hi guys, I'm Kule Kobodo from Brainbook Conscious Creatives. I am co-founder and also the head of marketing. So I look for opportunities like this one to make sure that people know that we are out here connecting brands to African women. Hi, I'm Kutuano and also from Brainbook Conscious Creatives and I'm head of operations. So I'm the day-to-day girl making sure that we are moving and shaking. Hi everyone, my name is Mukundi Rambani um, I'm also from Brainbow Conscious Creatives And I'm Head of Research and Development So my responsibility is basically Finding new and interesting ways In which we can tell stories hmm, Very powerful, I think one of the most One of the things that stands out about these three ladies Is the way that they look What inspired <laughs> the look I think, I think that's the first thing that also Jumped off for me the first time I saw you guys I mean it, 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 it seems very nice, actually. But what inspires this particular look, though? Well, we call it African Rhapsody. <laughs> and for us, oh, what inspired it is that we feel at our best when we look African. So we always make sure that we have some kind of African accent in everything that we're wearing. We feel most powerful, most confident, most in charge. Yeah. We actually don't know what we used to d- wear before African Rhapsody. Yeah, <laughs> We're even trying to trace it back. Like, where did it come from? And now it's become part of our brand. Is that, is that, I mean. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's influence for everyone. But yep. now, why African Rhapsody? I mean, is it something that's out there? Because I'm not a fashionista. Is it something that you guys conjured up? Oh, it's we conjured so it up. It's yeah. just a phrase that came up at the office and we're like, that's what we wear. African Rhapsody. Wow. It's like a, a, it's Bohemian Rhapsody meets an African vibe. No, nah, it's amazing, man. That's amazing. So, I mean. <clears throat> Sorry. So, I mean, today, I mean, one of the things that we critically know is that technology has become an essential thing. I mean, yeah. when you look at internet, I mean, you can't even, I, I can't even do anything without utilizing the internet. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just observe on a daily basis how many posts I'm putting up. I'd, and I mean, I'd like to think that, you know, when you observe around, when you look at the market, when you look at big brands in terms of what they're trying to push in with virtual reality, you start to understand that people are really truly after the experience, I think to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to, and I've seen with a couple of agencies,
agencies that we have worked with, how they are able to create products and, and, and direct a product in such a way that at the end of the day, the client or the consumer gets a virtual, re, a virtual reality, gets to experience the, the product in a virtual space. And I think that that has created uh, an avenue where people actually get to understand the product much more and much better. And I think one of the biggest challenges with being a creative is trying to sell a creative idea to yeah. someone who's on the other side. So you can imagine what, what this will do to sales. I mean, obviously, when, when it's now more affordable for SMMEs and other business parties, when they're able to take services and put them in a box or rather in a product and give them to a client to experience for 30 seconds. So ladies, what is virtual reality? I would like to know myself. <laughs> Such a such a tough question, mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically it's it's for me. I think it's immersion, right? So as you rightfully said, there's so much technology out there, and we're all kind of competing for attention. Um, so when someone's watching TV, they're not only watching TV; they're on Twitter, they're doing so many other things. So virtual reality, I think, is a way in which we can immerse people completely in just one sort of story experience. And that's how we've used it, and that's what it's meant for us and, and our clients. And then, I mean, Gutwana, tell us a bit about the product. Okay, so uh, we had a launch two weeks ago uh, of the Economy of Women, a very exciting internal asset that we've created at Brainbow. And um, Economy of Women came from us just discussing how the economy as it stands was never created for women in the beginning. Um, and so we found that a lot of us come out of the school system and we plug into this uh, economy and we find ourselves struggling or becoming unfeminine and we were like okay how do we feminize the economy and in our research you know something frightening came up and it said that um, if 50% of women were in more leadership roles around the world the world could stand to make 28 trillion dollars and that is a huge deficit and a huge hole that exists in the world at the moment and 28 trillion means more schools it means more homes it means more jobs it means a lot of things so we were saying to ourselves okay how do we fill up the trillion deficit and we came up with feminizing or creating a feminine ecosystem or economy, um, which means that um, women can plug into our digital platform. And the digital platform as well uh, encompasses of a lot of grow courses and personal development. And we get to just hold ourselves accountable. And most importantly is move the money from womb to womb. Sure, that's very, very powerful. And I mean, what's your take? I mean, you are put in a position where you need to do the research for all these things. And I mean, what sort of research went into this particular product? So I think the most important thing, even before the product, was speaking to women and finding out what it is that women need. And that's how we came up with that. Um, We we say our slogan is, "If how are you going to win when you ain't right within? And so we knew that it was important for us to start with um, finding a way for women to be able to develop themselves from the inside out. And so I always say that the method must always support the message. So the message came first and the message for Economy of Women was how do we find an immersive way to tell women that um, you contribute to the economy and let's come together and find a way to do that better. Um, And so we started there and we decided that we're going to launch. And when we decided on virtual reality, it was also because a lot of times um, people think that women aren't necessarily interested in technology or not necessarily interested in being at the forefront of trying out new technologies, that it's not a a way to market to women, that it's, it's a way to market to men. Um, and so we decided we're going to actually use technology and immerse these women. Um, and that's how the, the 
economy of women sort of launch, and that's how we decided on virtual reality. I mean, virtual reality in this country, I mean, is fairly new. Yeah. Um, what what sort of influences do you think virtual reality will have on the immediate market? You know, any takers? Yeah, um, it's new everywhere. So we were recently mm-hmm. at Discop, and um, some guys who own some studios in Germany was was saying that it's it's new even for them, um, in the sense that. Uh, because we're having to develop an audience, there's space to experiment and grow with your audience. So the, right now the distribution channels are, are, are limited. So you can either do the festival run, you can either do the library run. Libraries are very interested in virtual reality. Or you could do the museum run where you, you exhibit your, your artwork or, or your work as art, which is what we're we're planning to do because we decided to tell our personal victim to victory stories in VR. Um, and so for us, we have three art pieces that we can exhibit. Um, so it, that's what we like. We, we are very much uh, experimenters. One of the big insights that came out of our focus group with when we were developing the economy of women is that women want a space to be able to fail. And so we had some challenges while doing the, you know, um, shooting and um, stitching it together. We had some challenges and uh, we had to take a step back and go, but we asked for these challenges. We asked to be the space where people can experiment and fail and grow. So it's it's exciting, and uh, because we just have an, a pioneering spirit at Brainbow, it just made sense to us. And I mean, apart I mean, apart from this innovation, I mean, what sort of other innovative services or products do you guys create, and what are you guys up to apart from this? I mean, African Rhapsody might have to be one. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a revenue stream. Um, So primarily, we work um, with connecting brands to the African woman market. And we're always in that space trying to tell our stories in a different way or in a way that is pioneering as well, Mm. that can truly capture the heart of this complex target market. So our R&D lady is always looking out for trends and looking out for um, ways in which we can show women that we love them through our brands. And then, I mean, why? I think you guys touched on this, but I'd like for you guys maybe to just uh, clarify it. Why women? Why not? Why not? <laughs> why not women? Because we're women and it would be um, disingenu- disingenuous of us um, to say that we represent something that we really don't represent and we don't understand. So because we're women and we understand the nuances and we understand our own challenges and it, it, it's so much easier to do something that comes from the inside out, to do something that I have a personal stake in. Hmm. Um, and so because we're three women who felt that um, the way in which the world was working was not working for us, we decided let's do something to change that. If we feel that way, maybe other women feel that way. So it's not even, it wasn't um, a malicious, like let's leave men out and not, but it was literally just like we can only speak from a p- perspective which we understand. So, I mean, when you look at the when you look at the country's landscape, there are not a lot of entrepreneurs in the technology space, mm. or rather, even in the digital and innovation space. There's quite a few who are who, who are who are who are creating groundbreaking products, or even who are trying to learn about what this whole innovation technology is all about. How are you finding the response from the ladies that are being exposed to such products and? In this particular space 
Um, I mean, when we launched, it was just amazing. It was so fantastic. I mean, um, the, the actual art pieces are about two minutes each. And literally, women wanted to watch it over and over and over again and wanted to fully understand and ask so many questions. So I think the really great thing about being at the beginning stages of something like this is that people are quite interested to know more and people want to experience it and people want to share. And for a lot, for a lot of them, it was their first time. Um, so I think the, the response has actually been really fantastic and it also leaves us room to make mistakes, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, expectations are, people don't know what to expect. And so it also gives us room to grow and to sort of get better at it. And then, I mean, is, is this virtual reality something that's fairly affordable for one to jump into or to create? No, <laughs> not at the moment. So um, we read a report actually that was saying in the UK, um, virtual reality is becoming a, a, a really big tool for entrepreneurs to use um, to market their services to clients. But at the moment, um, it is still um, a bit expensive. But the nice thing is that there's nifty ways like you don't need the google glasses anymore I you see, can create and brand your own um vr headsets um you just need a phone that's vr capable mm. so it is moving towards making the experience more user friendly mm. but the startup investment is quite hefty mm. um we were fortunate in the sense that we had support from the department of arts and culture um, where we had presented a, an opportunity to make um, three stories um, around a femininity in women. And so we decided to be, uh, you know, how can we use this opportunity in a way that will create longevity? And that, that's why we decided that virtual reality would be the best way. So we we, we were fortunate or blessed yeah. in that way. But it's it's worth looking into. Um, and it's, it's a really great investment and, or immediately, I mean, we had some meetings in Cape Town with some really big brands and immediately it puts, uh, it put us at an advantage to be these three, three black girls with a virtual reality sets. Like what's actually going on? Mm. Yeah. That's powerful. I mean, how long have you guys been in business for? I mean, you guys look 12. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Father. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, we've been in business. We met, oh Lord, we met in film yeah, yeah. school. Tell us the story about how you guys even came about. So oh yeah, we met in film school 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Yes, oh, Father. 12 years ago. Um, and we were all sort of, we were all doing technical subjects in film school and there weren't obviously a lot of women in, in those, like doing cinematography and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, we were just attracted to each other. I think we all knew that we really wanted to make something that was relevant. We didn't just want to be part of the sausage factory of creating content. Um, so we met 12 years ago. Technically, the business started 12 years ago mm. in our little mm. bachelor like apartment. Yes. We had meetings and I think Very we did like cute. a photo shoot. We literally had like one job that we didn't charge for. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's and pretty, then, she seems pretty much cut up about the fact the that money it seems girl. like you guys were the ones who convinced her. No, let's not charge them to <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we did, um, but we did that. But so we always sort of knew we wanted to be in business in some way. Um, and then after varsity, we all went our separate ways. We did different things and we just, we were working for broadcasters and production companies and we just weren't doing the type of work we, um, envisioned ourselves doing. And so we thought, let's, let's come together. And the business started eight, seven years ago, seven. many years ago. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, and then I mean, according to you guys, how is Brainbow changing the landscape of business? Ooh, Ooh yes. I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we just to um, 
coattail on that. We're technically a startup because Brainbook Conscious Creatives has been around for only one year. And in one year, we've really shaken up the industry, um, moving from the production space to the agency space. We've won many awards. We've won uh, Smarties. We've won um, Asset Guys. We've won many awards for the short space of time that we've been in. And because we don't find people who look like us in agency spaces who are the head of agencies. So um, a, st- a scary statistic, ugh, that word, says that 70% of content is, produ- is consumed by women, but only 3% of studios are led by women. So already it says a lot about us having to shake up the, the industry because you can't, Tell the story the way I will tell it. I mean, when we, we, with our first client, we were shocked to see the gap because you take it for granted. You know, you think people know that no, you can't speak to a woman like that. She's not going to respond in this way. You have to create a rapport and all these different nuances that we grew up around, especially because we're transition kids. So we have such a rich array of experiences to draw from a kaleidoscope that we can really make a, a full picture from. So, it's our job, one. Two, also because we come from a spiritual place, always, we tell all our clients we're in ministry, we're not in business. We, Our job is to spread love, hope, and healing. And so if that's not something you're interested in, we can't do business with you because we understand how powerful a story is. Literally, your brain, when someone is telling you a story, connects it as though it's in real time. So the centers in your brain, if I'm telling you about a burger, the centers in your brain that have to do with taste light up as though I'm eating the burger right now. So that's powerful. You know, if I'm all I'm seeing about black women is women dancing for airtime and washing powder, it says something, you know. So, yeah, that's that. That's us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think so. Obviously, you know, you guys are and I love what you guys are advocating for. But what, what sort of responses are you getting? Because agencies most of the time tend to sit in a, think in a certain way mm. and brand managers that sit at the different brand houses also tend to sit think in a certain way and ways, so, so most of the time trends that are new that are unconventional they seek not to listen to them or even pay heed so when you are coming with this um not necessarily a philosophy but i mean the, this new advocacy that you guys are bringing into the agency space what sort of feedback or responses are people liking what you guys have to say or is it a threat to the predominantly male space no. actually the response has been brilliant because um we're realizing that love is good business right loving people is actually good business and the wave around the world in terms of brands is that the heart of the brand has now become showing their target market or their audiences how much we love them and if you don't show people how much you care about them or you love them the bottom line is always affected your sales are affected and you find yourself with a business problem as a brand so love does make sense and does make good business and funny enough every brand manager is saying guys we need to press the reset button we need to show people that we actually care about them because the competition is so rough the average woman wakes up in the morning and there are thousands of brands bombarding you until you go back to bed so the one that will stand out is the one that says i actually care about who you are and so brands are forced to go in and stop um working externally but now go internally and find out um how much they can love their audiences so that the business can grow so it's an actual uh, working functional thing and love does make good business. 
So I think after the break, a couple of things I'd like to tackle is some of the challenges you guys have faced as women in business, because there are a lot of business. Someone once said that business is for the is, is, business is not for the faint-hearted, mm-hmm. and I'd like to also get a sense of understanding in terms of some of the brands that you are seeing out there that are perfectly executed and are exuding love. So join us after the break. This is CliffCentral.com. This girl is on fire. Biz on cliffcentral.com. What an appropriate song. This girl is on fire. It's such an amazing thing and it's such a beautiful thing because we always have masculine or rather what I'd refer to as masculine songs mm. and that are playing in studio. And it was, it was, it kind of threw me off that I was listening to Alicia Keys <laughs> and this girl is on fire because I would, because, because ordinarily I'd never listen to Alicia Keys, but it all made sense with the three powerhouses that we have today in studio. This is so, how we're impacting spaces everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> taking over, taking way. over our space. <laughs> so guys, so I think, tell me man I mean, what are some of the challenges that you guys have come across I mean, I've, I've, I've hosted quite a few women On different platforms And uh, it's not necessarily Challenges that were unique to each individual To each woman, but I've come to realize That there's a set of challenges that Only women entrepreneurs can identify with And what are some of the individual Or, or challenges that you guys Have come across in the entrepreneurship Space and also in The agency space um, I think the number one I would I don't know if it's an external problem but it's an internal one is a confidence issue. Um that quote of the twenty eight trillion dollars that is missing or the deficit in the world, um they were citing that confidence is a big issue. That's why women aren't in leadership positions or sitting at the table necessarily. So it's overcoming the confidence issue of speaking up, of finding your own voice, of knowing, you know, trusting your intuition as well. Um, and I find that a lot of female entrepreneurs, you, you come into the business space with some self-esteem or some self-worth issues and it shows up in your bank account. It shows up in your marketing and your sales. You won't go after the kill. You won't go after the deal. Um, and you second guess yourself a lot. So that's something that we had to overcome internally. Um, and say to yourself, you know, I have a good product. I, there is a gap that's waiting for me and I can service that market. Uh, and be confident, you know, even if you have to do mantras and manifest the confidence and put a picture of the girl you want to become do everything it takes so that you walk around with that confidence because it's an energetic thing i'm not going to give you millions if you don't even believe in yourself same 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 same. everyone's got the same challenge no one's got a money challenge but the money challenge came from the internal problem right because uh i mean we discovered because we were um blessed enough to know that for us our business is a masterclass and it's our place for us to grow and learn we're able to really question why did the client respond to me in that way why are three of my clients not paying on time i'm the common denominator though in these three situations so then you have to look back you know uh, one of the things that i did is i did an uh, abundance blocking course which dealt with money wounds and the wounds we have around money you know that we developed from the ages of zero to seven and one of the biggest ones that I discovered when I was unearthing and going through that process is that um, I remember a conversation my mom was having my mom is a business owner as well and um, 
And um, she was speaking to my brother saying, Danam, please make sure that you guys don't fight about money because you are representing all black businesses. And in that moment, I sold myself a story that big money equals big fights. So let's stay small. If I end 5,000, it's fine. If I fail, no one will see me. So it's okay. So because we had the uh, fortune, the good fortune of knowing that our business is a church, we were able to then face those those internal challenges, which then um, manifested or showed itself in um, our bank balance because we then were like, guys, we're not proud of this brand. Let's change the brand. Okay, now I can sell this because it's something that I'm proud of. It's vibrating with the energy of love that I actually have for the brand. So how are you going to win when you ain't right within? Caps. So, I mean, the church, are you guys capitalists? Yes. Conscious capitalists Hard 100% Look The God I serve Is a God of abundance He doesn't make one tree He doesn't make one leaf He doesn't make one kind of cloud He is all about abundance And so I am actually The more I I, I, I press into that abundance The more authentic I am Here's the thing Oftentimes when We're looking for Women in different spaces doing amazing different things. Even for the show, it's hard to find them. Mm. Why is it that it becomes, is, is it that we're not searching right? Or rather, I think, why, why is it that women do not peak their heads as far stretched as men? It's a confidence thing. It's mm. a confidence thing. Even for us, I mean, we, before a year ago, you probably would not have heard of us. Mm. And we had been functioning for six years before that. So it's definitely a confidence thing. It's that you don't want to put yourself out there because you don't think you're good enough and you think people are going to see through that and they're going to say it on a lot of public. You're going to be in the public. Everyone's going to say you're not good enough and then you'll be exposed and everyone will know you're not a real entrepreneur. So it's definitely a confidence thing and which is why, how you're going to win when you ain't right mm-hmm. within. So it's that why we have to start from inside and why we have to give women that space to fail mm. and to say it's okay. And as an entrepreneur, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to come back. You're going to learn. Um, I don't think we say that enough. Mm. I think we often think entrepreneurship is this great, like I must make money. It must be amazing. I must go from zero to hero, but no one really says like, that's not always how it happens. And that you're constantly growing and constantly learning. Um, so it is that it's a confidence thing. It's that we're not confident enough to put ourselves out there. And it's why we're addressing the issue. So on the Economy of Women website, we have a directory of women-owned businesses mm. so that people can find women-owned businesses easily. You know, um, so because we know that it takes a while for women to believe and have the confidence in their product, we are forcing them and saying, here's a platform, please use it, and we will make sure that other people can plug into it and be able to support us, which is how our brothers can support us, you know. Um, we don't want to... You know, I had a conversation where uh, this gentleman had attended um, Women in Tech and he was the only guy and he was like so blown away by the energy in the room. And he said, you know, you you hear about all these big problems that women are facing. And as a man, you feel helpless, like oh, how do which one do I touch first? So for us, the, the directory is a way to say, here's something you can touch first. Here is the service owned by a woman that you can use and make sure that that money circulates womb to womb. So while we are touching there, 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 there's two gentlemen that we have in studio who have created a platform this Sunday called the Hustlers Sunday. So gents, greet our listeners and tell us who you are and what is this Hustlers Sunday? Hi everyone. Hola. Colin Lushaba. So we, we're both entrepreneurs. I'm with my colleague here. Uh, my name is Ngululego. 
My name is Gulego, also known as Gaetano. We're from Pinoni. Uh, we are doing Hustler Sunday. What is Hustler Sunday, Machita? Hustler Sunday. <laughs> Hustler Sunday. Uh, initially, we created uh, a, a platform for, for entrepreneurs around uh, our location. So we it became Hustler Sunday. The reason why we came with this Hustler Sunday because the date that we nominated was on Sunday. So we decided to call it Hustler Sunday because it was a platform for, for all the entrepreneurs and the hustlers that are doing businesses. The, the aim is to bring them together in one space so they can showcase their businesses in, in whatever they do. So that's why we call it Hustler Sunday. So I'm in Hustler Sunday, Look, man, we, 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 we've created this platform for everyone. We've created this platform for everyone, uh, not specifically uh, maybe uh, people who are doing uh, food or anything. Everyone that does, does have business is welcome, and the stallers are for free. You know, If you are willing to come, come through. It's on the 3rd of sun, like next week, December. So it's, it's Hustler Sunday, man. So, I mean, of all the events everywhere, why should I come to Hustler Sunday? Now, you're selling this to anyone who's out there to convince them and to also just advocate for what you guys are all about. Yeah, look, uh, these events are everywhere. But uh, what's special about this one, if, if you have tents, you're doing tents, you're welcome to come and put your tents there. If you are doing catering, you're welcome to come and display there. You are doing beads. I see the ladies are beautiful with beads here. You are doing beads. <laughs> you are welcome to display your, 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 your business there. You know, because most of these markets, they are specific. You, you, get, you get a cookout, which is focused on the cookout. The market, you know, they are specific. But with this one, we are giving everyone a chance. Come, make money, and make little bit of money and most of these uh, markets you pay for the store ours is for free so here's the thing is uh, virtual reality a prepackaged product or as i run my event we could just be translating what is happening there in real time into virtual reality for the people who are watching at home how does it work um i think the nice thing about that medium is it's customizable um yeah because oh, <laughs> I was going to sing. Okay. <laughs> um, so it is really dependent on what you want out of it. So if you are an event and you want to use it sort of as an invitation card to show people like, okay, this is what the venue is going to look like. And so because we're immersed with audio and visual, we're in the space, we can tell like... Uh, what the event's going to feel like, where it's going to be, and the mood and the tone is already set. But if you're a brand and maybe you're a car company and you're trying to sell your new V8 engine or whatever and you want us to feel like we're driving it, you can do that as well. So the VR landscape is so customizable. I think that's why the whole world is like on it. Yeah, yeah I almost said, um, could you please show our guests? <laughs> but obviously, because of the aesthetics, <laughs> we are unable to show anyone. So, brother, I mean, how do you think virtual reality could impact your, your events, or rather the turnout at your events. I'm throwing, I know I'm throwing you under the yeah, bus, but no, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have an idea how to answer that, but 
Oh, we can make a suggestion. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So you can do. Um, so you can actually do. So you can actually do um, a live event in 360. Mm-hmm. So what what you might want to do if you, is if you want people to join in, you set up some 360 degree cameras, and then people at home, if they have, if they are sort of. Um, Patched in or signed in And they have the VR glasses Then they can actually experience the event As if they are there That's great So I mean So Tabojo is in studio And is my co-host So Tabojo I mean I mean have you ever experienced any 3D anything? Dude, I'm thinking how I could be joining in 3D in virtual. Come to think of it, I mean, she could be sitting in the States or, you know, I'm a traveler. I could be sitting there or wherever. Yeah. And, you know, you're thinking, or if you want to see her, just go, baby, go virtual. There's actually this technology they're developing where you can kiss someone on a device and it vibrates on the um, other side. Wow. Oh. So. Wow. That's crazy. Palisa <laughs> <laughs> okay, looks traumatized. Palisa, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's crazy because, I mean, I think, I think with, the, with the move of technology, I mean, I think, I think back in the day, I think the closest I've come to um, virtual reality or anything virtual was, was when I was a bit younger and I was watching movies about teleportation. And I know I used to always get the dustbin lid and I'd put it on a random place in the house and I'd stand there in with the hope that I'd show up at my next door neighbor's house or wherever in the future. So, I mean, is, that, is this where technology is really going? Yeah, I mean, there is already, um, you are able to teleport uh, objects, they're working on that or There's 3D printing or 4D printing Where you can print out a thing right, A shoe right then and there So technology is moving and making everything available Sure, that's powerful man yeah. that's No, it's powerful. amazing So I mean, do you think you're going to get yourself a set? Uh, no, sure, why not? Um, you know, we can, we can put it to the test And, and I mean, technology is improving Yeah, It's a matter of time So, you know, we train setters So we might as well, eh? Is this is is virtual reality um similar to the three sixty camera that they would have when when I mean when you're scrolling through social media and they've got different ads, is that what you guys are pushing out? So there's um so there's there is there is three sixty degree um sort of technology where you you do still use the same glasses and there's virtual reality. So virtual reality is often a lot of um, animated elements. It's not necessarily real life elements. And then with 360 degree, you might put certain elements in the world and then that becomes augmented reality. So basically virtual reality is, is creating a world. Augmented reality is putting elements within the real world. And I mean, within the agency space, because you guys work with quite a few agencies, I mean, what sort of brands have you guys had, had the opportunity to work on? And I think just as a follow-up question to that would be, what is your case study for brands that create love and happiness out there? Is there any such a, is, is there any such a brand out there? Um, okay, I'll speak on the, the, the brands that we work with. Um, we currently do a lot of work with Procter and Gamble. So we do a lot of stuff for Head and Shoulders, um, for PNG, a little bit of stuff for Pampers. Um, we also work with my memory. Okay. <laughs> Ariel. Um, we're doing stuff for, we've done stuff for, um, uh, organizations like the Grasha Michelle Foundation, mm. the Goethe Institute, um, IFAS, which is the French Institute. But I'm sure you've, you've done different things for them. Yeah, yeah, so it's all different things. That's it. I, th- I, th- I think, Bulelana, maybe, um, we must, we must have another show. Let, let's bring in the ladies. 
Let's bring in the technology. Let's do virtual. Yes. So so I think I think it would be nice. Let's put it to practicality. Um we don't mind. We could bring in a, t- a TV crew as well to actually shoot us shooting that. Yeah. So that, because obviously, I think some of the people that might want to support you want to put the visual um, to yeah. what you guys um, are doing. So let's yeah. give them that. Are What's you guys nice up for the challenge? Yes, definitely. Yeah, What's nice is that uh, YouTube is already VR um, or 360 ready. Yeah. So you can literally put it on YouTube and people can see what was happening in the studio and it can yeah. live forever. So it's okay. definitely. Yeah, I love putting things to practical. So let's do it. Man, I've got so many technical questions with regards to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm that guy. I want to know how is it going to work. Yeah. So I get it. That's, that, that's why the, when we're bringing them no, back, we're going to have them. We ask them all those questions and we do all of those things. So maybe let's save them for them. Yeah, definitely. So, mm. I mean, I see you guys have got um, the device. Is it, would, would that be a device? Yes. So, you guys have a device. Does that work off any cell phone or does it have to be a certain spec? Um, it has. No, you just have to download a 3D um, app. So, there's 360 apps that you can just download on the Play Store and then it makes your phone instantly um, 3D capable. Yeah, yeah. I think. I and think then these are pretty easy and cheap to. To print and and brand and yeah, so it's it's becoming much easier. I mean, this was 120 rand, so it's 120 rand per set to make and personally brand. You see why we so. need to have them back? Yeah, definitely. Hey, definitely. Uh, I don't know Can you demo us something? I don't know. Oh. Well, Demoko will tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. May, may, yeah may, maybe 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 we can speak to the gents while I demo. Yeah. And some, oh, yeah. Then from the, How I'll, you I'll feel? give How feedback. How do you feel about virtual reality, man? It's crazy. We're in man. a different space. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Imagine trying to kiss. <laughs> Not even trying. Imagine kissing. Immediate. And then this thing is vibrating. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, though. Hey? No more distant relationships. No more distant wow. relationship. Hey? But, guys, what inspired Hustler Sunday, man? Uh, as, as, uh, as entrepreneurs, we're not only organizing it uh, as a person from outside. We're also entrepreneurs. We've got businesses that we're running. And we understand that uh, running your business is, is a bit difficult. Uh, and getting a platform as as such that we're creating is a bit difficult as well. So we decided to bring everyone together and then and then they can showcase their businesses and t- tell us what they are about. And then from there, they can carry on with their daily businesses. And the other thing, if they want their advisors uh, from us as uh, budding entrepreneurs, so we can give that to them as well. So so now you said your stalls are, are for free. So now somebody for somebody that is listening that wants to feel horror, they want to take part in this event and they want to um, be part of the event. Where can they get hold of you? Uh, we have a page, the Farm Guest Lodge. Uh, you can find us there at Facebook, Instagram. The Farm Guest Lodge. The Farm Guest Lodge. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can find us there, mm. and we, you can contact us on zero seven one. Zero seven one nine two nine nine two nine five five three two five five three two. Yes. Okay. Did you invite the ladies? They need to showcase it. We're coming. Uh, yes. uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't invite them, but now they are coming. <laughs> <laughs>
so they need they, they, they need to be they need to be part of the visual virtual uh, uh, we need to see, to see that yeah my brother i'm not i'm not sure what is it that you do but for people that want to get a hold of you obviously i'm sure they've already said yeah uh, what you do where can they get hold of you um basically on instagram and twitter mm-hmm. uh, we go by the handle know thy nay not thy nay oh okay yeah. oh you you've been you've been tweeting and, exactly. and instagramming <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it's good to put a face to yeah um, and also for cell phone numbers are uh, 074 079 669 8243 8243 you yeah. coming on saturday yeah no wait where am i coming uh, to the farm <laughs> guest house on sunday oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. no you must uh, get updated bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, ladies, where for people that want to see some of your technology or get in touch with you, can where can they get hold of you? So you can find us on www.brainbow.co.za, and for the economy of women, it's www.economyofwomen.co.za. Let's give that again. Uh, brainbow www.brainbow.co.za, okay. and then economy of women is www.economyofwomen. You can brother, follow us on social media as well. Where do they get hold of you? <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay, guys, we usually close off the show in style. Um, we close off with a 30 second word of inspiration, but because of time, we'll cut it to 20. To somebody that is listening, that is on the verge of giving up. Uh, to somebody that's that's listening, especially in the entrepreneurship uh, platform, uh, it's not an easy road, but uh, you have to keep on fighting. Be resilient, be resilient. Know what you want, and mm-hmm. then go for it. Your dreams are, are dead for okay. crabs. My brother, uh, for me, uh, especially if you're an entrepreneur, um, I would say that you need to like pray. I mm. believe in prayer. Um, mm. I believe that How? as a as a guy, if mm. you're a guy, um, a, a king has like. Um, a council so mm-hmm. you need to like strengthen your council you yeah know, you need to find a confidence you need to find uh people to work with like yeah. closely you know people understand you so basically what i'm saying is that you need to pray okay yeah. my sister success is on the other side of fear mm-hmm. when you are willing to push through that fear yeah. you'll find that so much is waiting for you on the other side i like that sister yeah, don't give up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, don't give up. If ever you've just tuned in, you've missed out on an amazing and exciting show where we've had women in technology uh, talking about some of the exciting stuff um, that they're doing. Definitely, uh, you can always go to www.cliffcentral.com or download the Cliff Central app to actually catch the podcast. Hear some of the guys what they had to share in terms of know thyself. And uh, definitely the hustlers. Know um, thy neighbor. Know thy neighbor. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Know thy neighbor. And the hustlers. Sunday. The hustlers Sunday that is taking place. This is what we had for you today with my boy Bulalani Bal Bal. So you can you can always. This is nice. Yeah. So you can always catch us again next time for another exciting installment of Three Sixty Biz. My name is Debohoma Fordi with my boy Bulalani Bal Bal Bulalani. Close. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. CliffCentral.com.